Hey guys, this is Tucker, and you are listening to the Nashville Rocks podcast. Nashville Rocks. You're listening to the Nashville Rocks podcast. Your source for independent music in Nashville and the Mid-South. Nashville Rocks. Now, your host, Jason Coleman. Hey, Nashville Rockers, I'm Jason Coleman, your host for the 10th episode. I said 10. That's amazing to me that I've done 10 of these of the Nashville Rocks podcast. I'm excited to introduce my guest today. But before we get started, if you want more info about the artists on the podcast and the other independents, uh, as well as major artists, artist resources, band profiles, and more, make sure to hit the website at NashvilleRocks.com. The Nashville Rocks podcast is for independent musicians, bands, songwriters, artists, and music business types of all kinds. I interview artists so you can hear what makes the music business tick, and hopefully that will help you with your career. It's also intended as an entertainment show. We'll have great guests with great music, so if you're an independent music fan, this show is for you. As always, if you ever miss anything, you can always catch up or get more information at NashvilleRocks.com. Thank you so much for your download. If you would be so kind as to head over to iTunes and leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. The reviews help the show come up better in iTunes and help with our ranking. If you leave a review, make sure to send me an email so that I can make sure to thank you for it. Uh, Just head on over to iTunes, click on Podcasts, and search for Nashville Rocks. Thank you very much for the download. My guest this week on the Nashville Rocks podcast is Tucker. He's a multi-instrumentalist and a prolific songwriter. He's played and toured with Eric Durantz on the Jason Aldean 2008 CMT Tour. He's played with Jimmy Wayne, James Otto, Ashley Cleveland, Guy Penrod, Rick Derringer, Michael Peterson, and more. But the time is now to jump out there and do his own thing. We'll be listening to some cuts from his debut EP, Hashtag Country, tonight, and hopefully find out where we can see this guy on tour. Please welcome to the Nashville Rocks podcast, Tucker. Hey, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I appreciate you coming out. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, man. Uh, so, you know, reading in your bio and all that stuff and trying to find out about you, even though we kind of know each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah we do. It's interesting to read about you, you know. It's 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 cool stuff. and. Uh, I, I got several questions just from reading your bio sure. that I wouldn't have thought of otherwise, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, for the folks who don't know anything about you or, or, you know, what you stand for, or what your music is, let's start off with like the basic basics. Sure. So you're a singer songwriter, obviously. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's your instrument of choice? Uh, instrument of choice is piano. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you I- have a specific brand you like to stick to? You know, uh, since I'm endorsed by Yamaha, I have to say Yamaha. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. Yeah, but that's, uh, you know, that's always been my choice. Um, You know, I I didn't grow up playing one, but, you know, as soon as I was old enough to start picking out keyboards, yeah, that was the brand that I went with. Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, the piano players that I know in Nashville, most of them have a Yamaha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if if you manufacture a piano, your piano sound on the keyboard tends to be the best, so... Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know it. You know it. Well, uh, so how did how did that come about? How did you said you you're endorsed by Yamaha? How does that work? Uh, you know, sometimes they um, they can come to you. Uh, you know, as a you know as an artist, if you're doing you know enough shows to help them out. Um, at the time, I mean, I was doing about you know maybe one twenty, one forty a year. 
um, lots of live events where they had to bring out actual, you know, like concert grand pianos. So, uh, you know, for them as a company, um, you know, to have Yamaha, you know, in front of 40,000 people every night, um, I did a, uh, a uh, PBS special, um, you know, millions of viewers. So, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a, a walking it's, billboard. It's, it, yeah. It's know? almost like, it's uh, like internet cost yeah. per thousand, you know? Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm definitely not in their, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably not even in their top 40 artists that, that, you know, that use their product, but I'm, you know, I'm in that top 100 and, you know, I was, you know, I was kind of blown away that they came to me and asked me to play their product. So there you go. It wasn't something you, you were seeking out. It was something I they came not, to you and they were right. like, Hey, you're playing for these big crowds. We yeah. want you to have a Yamaha. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Which yeah. is great. So. That's still sweet though. Yep. So do all your do, do all your songs start piano or do they do you start with lyrics? You know, um, everybody's songwriting process is so different. That's why I always yeah. It's one of my go to questions I always ask because everybody's got a different yeah. way of I doing mean, it. You know, just like last night, um, one of the guys that I that I write with a lot, um, you know, I had this random idea of a song and so I just sent him the text and I said, Hey, you know, let's let's meet up Tuesday and let let's write about this. So typically it's just an idea and which sometimes is the is the actual title sometimes it's just the theme um you know something just pops in my mind and uh and um you know we just meet up and typically uh for me it's you know it's your chorus and then it's your first verse your second verse your bridge you know but uh and what popped in my head was something that had just happened so uh you can't control when the moment strikes uh, yeah i mean i'm (laughs) i I don't know that I'm the only songwriter, but I know that I'm one of the few songwriters that everything I write is true. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I write is real. Um, I unfortunately can't just go in a room and make up five hit songs and just write them and just dish them out and just you know toss them right. to artists. Um, you know, some of my buddies that have pub deals are writing you know twenty, thirty a month. I, I'm I'm lucky to get five out a month. Right. Um, you know, but every song can be backed up with a story. Yeah. You know. St- uh, you know. I just got through interviewing a guy for the website side of things who uh, was talking about, you know, making an EP or a full length album. All the songs move through to make almost like a chapter. Correct. Each song is like a chapter in the story. And, you know, uh, that's a great way to do it. I mean, if you've got a story to tell. Yeah. um, You know, people that pop in um, my uh, my own project, you know, have found that there's definitely this flow. I mean, it's it's almost a story. You know, it goes from, you know, hashtag country to bragging about a girl to kind of missing her to things didn't <laughs> things didn't, didn't work out. Yeah, things didn't work out. <laughs> and, and then you're kicking her out the door in the next yeah, one. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and and you're you're basically kicking her out the door in the next one. And then and then you know once she's gone, you know you're you're ready to ready to change the world. And then. And then you find true love, you know, at the very end of my album. So it's a full cycle. It is definitely, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, I just, I, I just figure if you're going to write about something, um, you know, for me, um, I want everyone to get it. You know, I don't right. want, you know, not just country artists, you know, not, not just country fans to mm-hmm. get it. Uh, I have a lot of people that don't even listen to country music that that love, you know, at least two or three songs nice. off the album just because you know they can they can hear that it's true. You know, right, it's you know pure, so absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Literally switch gears. Yeah, you're into classic cars. I'm into I'm into classic cars and cars. I have car issues. I uh, want to grieve probably, some of your car issues yeah, with us because I, I, I I'm a wannabe gearhead. And yeah, I, well, it was it's impossible for me. <laughs> it, you know, I can I can blame it on my dad. Uh, he is a car guru, and um, 
Uh, I mean, he always had just awesome cars, you know. And um, when I was 15, he said, you know, why don't we go out and, you know, whatever you can raise, let me match it, and, we'll, you know, we can go buy your car. So I buy this piece of junk, 84 Mustang. Nice. Four different colors, barely ran. We worked on it all summer. And um, when we were done with it, he goes, all right, now park it out in the front yard. And I was like, well, I mean, I need to drive it because in six months, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 16 years old. He goes, no, he goes, park it out in the front yard. So I had about 1200 bucks wrapped up in this car, and I sold it for $3,500. Nice. And I looked at my hand, and I'm like, you're kidding it. me. I just doubled, <laughs> I it. more than doubled my money, and I'm 15. Right. You know, by my senior year, I was paying, I was driving brand-new Mustang Curbas paid for convertibles. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, never had car payments. Uh, I pretty much quit counting, but I know that about 10 years ago, I was at about 150 cars. Since I was 15. Wow, I, man. I, I could probably count the number of cars yeah. I've had on two hands. I know that by now I'm up to at least 250 or 300. I know that since I've been married, my Kelly, um, my uh, my wife, she you know, tends to remind me of all the vehicles that we've had. She used to walk out of uh, the mall and she wonder, actually Does she wonder, wonder which car to go to? Hmm, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, our first year of marriage, we had 16 cars. Nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's so just, you're a, you're a buyer and seller. And you know, you, do you I've fix always, them up yourself, or do you have a, a, uh, a couple of mechanic buddies of, and y'all all kind of get dirty? Yeah, or what? yeah, yeah. And you know, I've you know, I've I've got all my guys that I that I use on you know different parts of the car um, that I've been using for about ten years now. And um, you know, I've had everything from a '70 GTO Judge, um, you know, frame off '69 Firebird, '64 Fairlane. Uh, I've got a '68 Camaro right now that I'm that I'm trying to wrap up. Now, that one I won't sell. That's been my dream car since I was 12. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, so I've I've had muscle cars, you know, you know, new cars. I've normal, always wanted you know. one of those, like, uh, 65 GT500. Oh, man. You know? Oh, man. There's, you know, there, there, there's just something about it. I mean, it's yeah. like that is that is hashtag country. That's like, you know, America in its finest era. Absolutely. Everything's metal. Everything was made here. Nothing was brought in. Um, that's when, you know, that's when everyone had a job, mm-hmm. you know, making cars and now Absolutely. we've outsourced it to <laughs> right. other countries. And it's like, you know, <clears throat> you go climb in this new Mustang and it's got like, you know, 40 different sensors and all kinds of, yeah. you know, electronics. And they're built in several different factories. Yeah, and they're, they're built and, yeah. in Mexico and Canada. It's yeah. like, really? Yeah. You know, so, uh, and, and what was really cool is when I met my wife, what. And he's wearing a Triumph T-shirt. I'm wearing in the a studio. Triumph T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they, um. Now, bikes are a different story. The, yeah, a different story. I huh? probably don't want to go there because I would tick off uh, Harley fans. But That's all right. Yeah, That's I, all like, right. I like foreign-made bikes, Okay, uh, personally. Um, but, you know, what sealed the deal uh, when I met my wife was um, her dad worked for the Ford Motor Company since 1968, and uh, he knew everything about cars. And I'm like, okay, okay, here I am, a car guy, and the woman that I am crazy about that I'm hoping to marry one day knows cars. Right. You know, so that was, you know, that's pretty great. awesome. So she didn't, she didn't. Can she turn wrenches? Uh, no, 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 no. She just knows them. She just knows. That's them. all right. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That reminds me of my cousin, Vinny. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why, but she, uh, she was big. She knew all about she the policy traction yeah, the and all that kind of stuff. Yep. You're right. <laughs> so, so everybody, uh, in the music business starts somewhere and yeah. you know, you've, you had a break at some point, but you've opened up, or not opened up, but you've played with a lot of real quality artists leading right. up to you really taking off on your own. What was your first real break? How did how did that really happen? You know, you? I I um, 
when I when I came to Nashville, I I moved here to be an artist, which you know I think everyone I think that everyone moves here to be an artist. <laughs> everyone in Nashville, yes. And then they just all of a sudden go, man, it's really easy just to get, just to go get a gig with someone while I'm you know building my artist mm-hmm. you know phase, um, you know, and which was funny because that was ten years ago when I moved here, and I just now got into artist mode. So um, to all of you listening, if you move here to be an artist. Um, know that it won't happen as quickly as you think. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I was very fortunate to get some, you know, some, some really great gigs. Um, but I never had like that gig that I knew would lead to better gigs. Um, I made friends with a guy named Josh Gentry. Um, we hung out a few times, talked on the phone. You know, he was just, just this nice guy. I never really thought about his last name. About two months into our friendship, he tells me who his dad is. His dad was, his dad is. Uh, Teddy Gentry from, we all know, the amazing country group Alabama. So Josh told his dad about me uh, needing a gig, and at the time, Teddy was co-producing an artist named Eric Durance. And Teddy called me in uh, about a week after I found out who Josh's dad was, and he asked me to come try out for Eric. And, you know, I just... Was there a little bit of sticker shock when you found oh, out? Oh, man, I was I I've been was hanging out with this out. dude and his dad. If there was one group that I pretty much listened to every day as a kid you know right. i mean i mean every song that they did was just i mean yeah so to walk in knowing i'm even going to see him was like just totally totally just you know just freaking me out so right. i walk in the door and you know he's he's just very blunt he goes all right you get one song and if you suck you're out and i said okay uh by the way my name is he goes no just go play. Yeah. Don't tell me your name. He was we're not all be business. Friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, <clears throat> that was my first taste of uh, Nashville business. Yeah. And um, that's this. I, I know a lot about that. Yeah, side of it things. is. You know, like they don't <laughs> they don't really want to know. They don't really care nope. until, mm-hmm. you know, like they're waiting for you to do something right. And then they'll ask your name. Then they'll want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I I played the only song that they told me to learn. And when I was done, he goes, OK, good. And from from there on, I mean, you know, here I go, you know, kind of green. I, I, you know, I didn't really tour much, um, and I went from doing, you know, twenty thirty dates here and there to this big CMT tour. I mean, I went from doing like five thousand seaters to forty thousand seaters in like a month, um, which was absolutely awesome. Um, you know, hopping on a bus, you know, getting to know Jason Aldean. Uh, Lady A was on that tour as well. And, uh, you know, just getting to know all those guys and just kind of getting a feel for, you know, what the big time is like and, right. and, and kind of watching that. Well, Eric's career kind of faded. Um, Eric Durant by far was the and still is, in my opinion, one of the best artists ever. Um, just due to label issues and all those typical things, um, his career kind of faded. And, and because of me playing on the tour, everyone wanted me to play. So when that tour was over, uh, James Otto's guys called and and asked me if if I wanted a gig and it, it was just it was nuts how I went from no one to someone just because of one big tour right and all of a sudden everyone had my number everyone wanted my number and there was endless work right um so yeah i mean i was i was very fortunate to get that early on um i actually moved here and but got, that's you know that okay yeah i'm just breaking just for a minute sure. because guys if you're listening to this conversation listen to the way he's telling this story if you dissect it you will hear every podcast prior to it yeah. <laughs> where we say networking, networking is important. Man. It is all about relationships. You cannot play in a closet nope. or on YouTube nope. and never meet anyone and think you're going to blow up. Yep. It's not going to yep. happen. Yep. You know, I, I know a lot of guys that take every gig that they can get, Yeah. which 
makes sense when you need the income, when that's your source of income. Man, I know I know a lot of guys that take any gig that they can get, and um, I have never been that person because I go, okay, what which gig is it? You know, who am I playing for? Do I even like the music? Like, I don't know, man. I, I have issues saying yes to a gig just because it pays good money. Right. It's, it, if I don't like the music, like, well, like I, I've talked to other you know, you know fairly high end working things, musicians, yeah, and they will say, yeah, I'm playing this gig with this artist, and they won't tell me who it is. Because they normally play with somebody bigger, right? But they're taking this other job, and they'll go and they'll have a rehearsal or whatever, and he'll come back, and I'll I'll be like, you know, so how how did that specific rehearsal go, whatever? Oh, you know, it was okay. I, you know, I I like what I do, but I I don't think the band's very good. Yeah, right. You that's, know, that's kind of that tough situation that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's unfortunate. A lot of people are are in that position to take whatever the you know they can get. I just I just fell back on you know painting which is what I did in high school right, and college right. to pay the bills. I right. said, well, maybe I can learn a trade better and I can go do that to make money. So mm-hmm. I would go paint and then homes gigs. and paint you know, bedrooms and paint nurseries or just take any kind of painting gig I could get and keep that great gig. Because mm-hmm. that great gig always led to something. The small ones, I unfortunately found that they didn't lead to anything but an, another small one. Another, Yeah, exactly. And the small ones were so stressful because you're, you know, your transportation is just different. You're eating, everything's just... You know, and it, you know when you're 20, it's different. You know, yeah, you I can mean, sleep in a van when you know, you're 20. I was, I was like 28, 29. Right. You know, when I moved here, and it was just like, man, I mean, I've already, I've already been in a van right. back in the day. <laughs> I don't want to like, go back to the van. And I just came from a bus. Like, why would I go back? Right. Uh, not saying that I'm too good for that. It's just, in in any career, why would you go from, you know, from the VP. To a secretary. Right. Absolutely. Like, like you know, keep climbing the Especially ladder. Especially if you have the choice. Yeah. I mean, if you have the choice, if, if you know that people are, are going to call you for something bigger and better, I encourage everyone to find, I mean, this is just my opinion, find a trade on the side mm-hmm. to do. And and then also your home. Right. So when the phone rings and you get the big call, you don't got to go, oh, man, I I'm can't. I'm on the road. I've already committed to yeah. 10 shows with someone I don't even like. Right. You know that makes all the sense in the world. Now you've committed, and you've got ten shows that, and that's right. You can't back out, right? But Kenny Chesney just called you to play bass, right? Right. And you have to say no because you have a gig that you don't want, right? Like, what if you were just working at Best Buy or Starbucks or painting houses or? You You can leave that job. Yeah, I mean, you can just (laughs) walk on the road, right? Exactly. Um, So that's that's what I've always told any guy that I meet that's new and young in town. I'm like, dude, learn a trade, Mm -hmm. or just go just go get a part time job. Right. Take the gigs that really mean a lot to you, or they can be stepping stones. Right. You know, to something that bigger. That makes a lot of sense, man. So, see, we're getting all kinds of good all kinds music of business information from Tucker here. Uh, let's 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 move on to a song, man. Uh, sure. You, you brought three for us tonight, which is awesome. So we're getting did, to man. our first song, which is which is Leave. I didn't tell you the order until right before the show. Yeah. So uh, tell me about Leave. Is that I man, mean Leave part is, of the uh, story of the EP? Yeah, it's um, watching a really really close friend go through uh, just a really really tough time. Um, his marriage um, was falling apart. Has now um, uh, you know ended, but to watch him for almost four years hang on as long as he could just for his kids. Um, his. <laughs> His wife was nuts. I mean, she she literally went off the deep end and was doing everything against the rules of marriage and telling him about it purposefully, purposefully, probably just to rubbing his face, stick the pin, hoping in the... to drive him away. But he had 
Um, I don't want to name situations because I don't want to right, yeah. know who the guy is. We don't is. have to get into details. But he had, <laughs> you know, a son and three daughters. And his son, um, there were things in his son's life that a dad needed to be there mm-hmm. without going in too deep about it. And right, sure. this guy loved his kids so much that he let his wife totally screw him over and totally try, and, try to ruin things. But mm-hmm. the guy held on. I mean, they're sleeping in separate bedrooms. For his kids. She wasn't even home some nights. Right. He held on just for her. His kids, but he would always tell me, "Dude, I know that I, all I need to do is leave, but right, I can't." But I can't, yeah. And you know, watching him go through that just really kind of, I don't know, just kind of wanted, made me want to write a song a, about. I was going to say, if that's not a story to write a song about, and I man, don't know what one is. Let me tell you, I've had grown men and women walk up to me after shows and be like, "I've been to that same situation." Like people get it, and that as a writer is like the huge payoff is you know people getting it. Can't seem to shake it, you got my heart breaking Keep trying and trying, but I can't do without The fix that I get always seem to be short-lived It's the crash that is coming that'll take us down, yeah She's the devil in a long wet kiss Like a feeling that you can't resist I wanna leave, but I can't seem to find the door Behind those closed doors, she's burning me down like ashes on the ground. Why don't I read the writing on the wall? Yeah, treat you like heaven, then she'll drag you through hell. Don't know what's coming, no, you never can tell. Can't let go, yeah, she's got a hold on me. It's hard to
All right, and we are back with Tucker on the Nashville Rocks podcast. And, uh, you know, you have you were talking about living in vans and buses and all that kind of crazy stuff, which road folks do. Got any crazy road stories? I always like to ask that, too. Those are all very confidential. <laughs> uh, you know, man. Uh, What's the best hazing you've seen done on the road? Let's say that. You know, thank God I have never seen one. Really? Yep. Thank wow. God. I've always been part of guys that, that do not do that kind of stuff. Which, I mean, I, can, I, which I would is, be which a 12-year-old so if I was on the road, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'd be sticking you know, feathers up people's noses yeah. and shaving cream in the pillowcase, all that kind you know, of crazy I've, stuff. I've been very fortunate to be on the road with guys that just don't really care for it. And, 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 and not that I don't want to do it or, you know, or goof off and have right. fun like that. But, yeah. uh, I don't know why, man, I've, I've just been with guys that are just kind of like, they're kind of like old men, man. They just, they just want to go to their little bunk and, you know, call their wife or right. call their girlfriend or, right. you know, what or go in the back and, you know, have, you know, one or two and watch a game or something. I nice. Mean, you know, I've, I, I've been fortunate to not, not be on the road with too many crazies. So, well, you're you're a car guy, but are you a sports fan? You know, man, I was a I was a huge sports fan um, all through college. Uh, that my love for sports kind of dwindled when it turned into drama in Hollywood and just right. all about money. I mean, I you know I used to love team players. You know, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Magic Johnson. Oh, I mean, all those guys stayed on the same team, and you know I got really burnt out. About ten Everybody years ago, jumping teams everyone all the jumps time for the money. This whole it's like free agent deal. It's like people will bail out their home team that they've been with for six years, mm-hmm. and they're almost going to win, you know, whatever trophy, right. you know, whatever championship. Absolutely. They're right there, yeah, and they bail out because somebody offers them more money. That's frustrating. Have you ever so, done like fantasy sports or anything? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, mainly my my wife has turned me into a hockey fan. Mm-hmm. Her being from uh, Detroit, Michigan. Oh so goodness gracious! Don't hold that against her. But she's a huge Red Wings fan, but she would take me to some hockey games here, and I've turned into a huge Preds fan. Um, that's probably the most you know, uh, exciting sport to right. watch live. Um, it is. It's I'm turning into a Titans fan again. Nice. You know, uh, well, let's uh, hope they do something this yeah. year. Yeah. So, you know, sports, pretty much I am the guy that can watch any game and cheer for the team that's supposed to lose. <laughs> yeah. You know? That actually sounds like me. I'll say that's it's me. Be, yeah, I'll say it's because of some bad ritual that I yeah. don't know anything about. Yep. But, like, if I watch the game, they're going to lose pretty yep. much. That's the way I feel. Yep, I hear you. <laughs> and I got a buddy I grew up with, man. He's, he's, on, he's listening to talk sports, you know, 24-7. If he's close to a radio, he's listening to talk sports. He's into sports big, big, big time. And he likes Vanderbilt. Why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, great exactly. college, terrible sports. I'm still trying, to, still trying oh, to figure that. I've been trying to figure that one out since I was a little kid, man. You know, I can <laughs> I can tell you, if, if I'm on the bus watching TV, it's, it's you know, Velocity or Speed Channel. Oh, there you go. So I'm watching yeah. some guys build some cars or something. I love watching those car shows, thinking too. that if I had the wrenches and the, and the yeah. jacks and all that, that I'd be able to do it myself. It's a trip. I love watching When it. really all I can do is change the oil and there you go. <laughs> a starter. It's something, man. It's something. <laughs> Well, um, so are you doing, you mentioned when you were writing earlier, um, that you'd get an idea and you'd call a buddy. Do you do, do you do more co-writing or do you do more, you know, your own thing? You know, typically, um, I will get some type of, um, some type of outline for a course or verses and I'll just take notes and I'll just, uh, you, you know, call one of my five guys. I've got five guys that I that I you know just tend to write with. Um, you know, I used to write with anybody and everybody, and I <laughs> I 
once again, my opinion, I totally yeah, wasted sure. a lot of time because there was no chemistry. I was just like, well, maybe I'll write with this person since, they, since they're going to get a pub deal, or maybe I'll write with them right, since yeah. they're an artist. And I would listen to the songs, like, man, they're not even that good. Mm-hmm. And it was, once again, kind of like taking the gig with the artist right, that sure. didn't like their music. I was just doing it to hope to get a cut. I wasn't putting you know all of my all of my heart and soul into right, it. Right, right. Um, so through the through about and, a three yeah, year and process, I, I know some guys that that work for publishers, and that's what they do. Yeah, they sit write in, with anybody they sit in their basement and they write all and, week long. You know, thus the reason why many songs in the radio it's like sound the same. Song engines they all sound yeah. the same. Uh, Not to all, say they don't have jewels. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. you know they're there, but I just um, you know I just I just found my guys. I, I you know I just found that team that um, they would know where I was coming from. I would know where they were coming from. Um, that's that's kind of worth its weight. Yeah, gold. man, you it's know, awesome. It's awesome. That's you know dissecting yeah. this little section, finding the people that you've got the best chemistry yeah. with. There's only one song on my EP that was written with a different group of guys. So you nice. Know, and there's seven songs on there. All right. So, there you go. I mean, I just I, I just stick with the same guys, and you know so. Um, last night I had this idea for a song overhearing somebody at lunch talk about their girlfriend and I was like dang and I mean and the guy was saying everything out loud like he wanted you to hear so I I took notes in my head um, and um, yeah so there's going to be a really good song come come Tuesday <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, nice hopefully we'll get to hear that thanks one thanks to that guy yeah <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I want to get to some some more music. Sure. Let's man. go ahead and do that. Um, yeah. What's up next? This next one is "What I Can Change." Yeah. Because we can't change everything. No, man. This this song. Um, this is my uh, my uh, you know what would be the term my my world changer song right here. This is uh, me and the co-writer on this. We're sitting in my house and uh, the news was on. The TV was on. Big mistake when you're writing. Turn the TV off. Yeah. But uh, that day, it actually worked out. We didn't space out and watch TV for an hour. Um, man, the news was awful. I mean, it was absolutely, everything was just so negative. I mean, there were fires in California. There was a girl missing. You know, there's there's wars overseas. I mean, it was like, it was heavy, man. And we're just watching it, just kind of looking at each other going, dude, this this world is just going crazy. And we we unfortunately got on this little tangent where we were just negative and complaining about just how everything sucks, everything's bad. And we just kind of stopped and we're like, well, man, like, you know, it, you know, it, it's hard because none of us can do anything about it. I mean, I can't go to California and right. put out the fire. I mean, this girl was missing in Florida. Like, am I, am I going to drive down there and help find her? Probably not. You know, but you're ticked off about it. So that kind of steered us down a different path of going, well, what can we change? Like, you know, if we're going to complain about stuff all the time, you know, what is it, what's, what's around us in our own home, at our workplace, in our own city nice. that we can change? And I'm like, you know, we're, we're complaining about all the stuff, and there's homeless guys down at Nashville Mission, you know, just need someone to serve them a hot meal. There's kids that are looking for people to come play basketball with them after school and help them with their homework. You know, you're, you know maybe you're having issues with your spouse, your girlfriend. Maybe your kid, you know, needs you to come to school and watch a game and just be there for them. I'm all like, right. dude. There are so many things that we can do that can change uh, pretty much everything in our own personal everyday life. Affect your your environment, and My that environment. affects everybody else's. Yep. And so it's this big, you know, this big title with the snowball effect, man. If you can change this guy's life and it makes him happy enough to change two more, you know, I mean, it it it, it takes a small army, you know. Nice. If, if you look through history, it takes a small army to do a lot of damage. And it's a lot 
for a song. Yeah. So this song is uh yeah is uh is change what I can change. Quit quit focusing on all the stuff that's out of your hands and just focus on what's right in front of you. Tucker, what I can change. Tucker, 
and that was what I can change. And uh, I, I love the way I've been lucky, I, and I have to reflect back on myself. You know, sometimes I complain, like what you're talking about. I complain about being able to get the right artist for the show and uh, not being on time. And I'd love to produce it every week, you know. But every person that I've had in the green chair, which the other artists know what I'm talking about, they've had some kind of positive influence on the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, working for charities, writing songs that are healing kind of songs, those kinds of things. Sure. I, I, I just think that's great. I think, you know, this audience is blessed by having positive people yep. in the podcast. It's yep. so awesome, man. Yeah, uh, I hear you. you. Know, that's good. Uh, you know, some one of the girls, uh, she always gives money to from her show to charity. Sure. Uh, another one... Uh, goes out and speaks for kids who've been bullied. You know, another guy sings for songs of love. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just, you know, yeah, every awesome, artist man. I've had of so, so awesome yep. and that you mentioned that in your song. You gotta give, and, man. You gotta yeah. Give. That's so awesome, you know. And I'd love to say that that's what Nashville is all about, even though it's not all country and it's not, you know, it's not a rubber stamp. There's a lot of good people in this town. There's a lot of givers here. Yeah, a lot. Of I mean, givers. we we can complain there's about how hardcore here. some music business folks yeah, are, but there's a the lot business, of man. givers. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the music business is the music business. The music business out in L.A. and New York is just as hard. It's just the business. But Nashville right. as a city gives, man. Yeah, it is. I totally it's, agree it's with that. one giving city. Did you hear that, sure. Mayor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about moving forward. I sure, know man. you've got this this EP release. It's a big deal for you. It is, um, man. You know, and, and I, I can totally feel that. And the songwriting is amazing. And we've got a party song coming up, which I really love, which is not only a party song, but it's a, a Nashville and it's a country song. Yep. Um, and I think it speaks to, it speaks to kind of a, a, a younger generation, too. Honestly. Oh, man. I'm, you know, I've been, you know, really <laughs> hoping that the younger crowd would get it. You know, I'm not old at all. Right. But, you know, but you always want your 10, your 12, your 14, your 16 year olds to get it, you know, because that's the people that typically turn into your, your lifelong fan. And man, this, you know, uh, this entire EP, I mean, everyone gets it. But hashtag country, man, I'm not kidding when I tell you, everyone's kids are singing it. Yeah, oh, that's like, awesome! I mean, I've got we've got fans emailing and sending stuff on Twitter and Vine and sending stuff of eight year olds singing in the car all the way to school. I mean, roomfuls of twelve year olds, high school football players singing in locker rooms. I mean, it's nuts, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, people just get it. People just connect. So, um, and it's you know, it's a lifestyle. It is, man. It is. I mean, and you'll understand once we play the song. <laughs> you know, people hear the name of it and they all think it's going to be cheesy and stupid and corny, and then they hear it and they're like, dang. And it's, um, it's almost like an anthem, right? It is, man. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and that's what that's what I really try to get across. I know we're talking future, but if we since we're talking on 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 this song, I can just tell you it's um, you know, hashtag country. Thank you for saying lifestyle because that's what I want people to get out right. of it. Um, you know, there's a line in there: holler if you you know how holler if you're proud to be from the south. Heck yeah! <laughs> now everyone takes that you know redneck south you know below the Mason Dixon, and I'm like, uh, no, 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 I don't no, know no, about no, no. Because my wife's from Detroit, and they say that people south of Detroit are country. Right, yeah. It's yeah. Like oh, that's all over the country. Anywhere yeah. you go in yeah. the U.S. There's country folks. Whoever's yeah. south Absolutely. of you 
the people north of you <laughs> right. kind of pick on you. That's right. You know, That's and right. and it, it like you know up 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 in Michigan they call it down river. Oh, nice. They, they don't call it down south because. It literally, if you follow the river down the center of the state, that's, that's those towns they're talking about. That's I won't hilarious. name those towns, but I've been <laughs> to those towns. But I have found, I mean, I've I've been to every state in our country except for Alaska. And I have found country is everywhere. It is everywhere. You can't escape it. Mm-hmm. And country is a lifestyle. It's in California. And it drives me nuts, man, when, you know, people are like, you know, if you're country, you have to deer hunt. Well, I mean, I know a lot of guys that yeah. only go duck hunting. They don't even go deer hunting. You know, you have to go fishing. I know guys that hate fishing, right. but they love hunting. Right. It's like, no, nah, man, country's just a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, you can do one or the other or none. Right. Um, you can just have a truck. <laughs> dude, you can just have a truck. I mean, or just values. Right. I mean, Absolutely. Southern values. You can I say, mean, yes, ma'am. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, I. Not that I mind promoting someone. I don't know this guy, but I know, you know, Sam Hunt gets a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot, because everyone's like, he's not country. You know, he's he's hip hop. He's this and that because right. he dresses weird and, you know, sings like Justin Timberlake. And <laughs> here's the facts, man. Right. He's from the South. Have you heard him talk? Right. The guy is a Southern dude with, with a country tradition. He is a lifestyle. It's his version of of country. Nice. So quit knocking on him because it's right. like, yeah. And that, you know, that's a big what's, thing. What's in, wrong with it being your version, your upbringing of country? I got Why that. does it have to be what the media gives us, which is you know, stupid people that hunt and talk down to their kids and their wife? Right. I'm like, no. With the wife beater. It's and, like, if you pass Brentwood High School that's got a lot of money, there's a lot of trucks in that parking lot with mud all over it. Oh, yeah. There's also some Porsches and some Lexus and some Beamers. <laughs> Sorry, that's true. You know? <laughs> But they're all country kids. That's right. That's right. You know, so I, you know, I just, you know, this song to me will hopefully unite, you know, the rich, the poor, the white, the black, right. the north, the south, the east, the west. That's right. Man, country's just a lifestyle. Just get over it. Quit, quit believing so what are, the media feeds you. Are we, are we taking this EP uh, and going on the road with it, or is is there another, you know, that focus with the EP you know, before you is, do a full? Yeah, that's our goal, you know, coming from playing for, you know, other artists. I've been fortunate to watch a lot of success and fortunate, but unfortunately, um, watch a lot of failures. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm trying to do every step as it's ordered, you know, the right way and not rush into it. I mean, we can we could bond to a tour right now. But why? Mm -hmm. You know, like wait for the moment people are begging for you to go on a tour. Wait until artists are asking you to come out with them right um you know i've i've seen a lot of guys make a lot of choices too quickly and i've seen a lot of guys wait too late so um kind of using everything that i've learned um i've got this you know this uh, uh you know amazing team around me um that they're crazy smart and they they know the business they've been in the business they have a whole a totally different approach as well um and because they know a lot of people i've already had artists ask about me nice um can't name the names but i've got a huge artist that i would be honored to be on tour with that's hinting for next spring well, that'd be fantastic i've got another one that i love that has hinted two or three times for next spring um and that's without me making any calls doing anything they just see this little traction that i'm the, getting the movement that's climbing and they're just kind of thinking well crap man like why don't we take them out next spring yeah. come spring you know tucker's gonna be ready to do something right um I would have the guys that want me to be there. 
Absolutely. You know, because yeah. I, I, I unfortunately have been Rather on the Rather than, road. Uh, we need some fresh exactly. blood, you know, just get somebody they new. You, uh, and, this crappy sound right. guy, and no one talks to you, and you get treated like this outsider. Right. Yeah. Just open up. And the monitors aren't for you. They're yeah. for the main act later. I mean, you know? it's like, yeah. you know, have you seen Tim McGraw and Chris Jansen? I mean, Chris is coming out during Tim's show. Tim's hugging on him. Right. All I've heard are, like, amazing things. Right. That is what you want. Absolutely. You want the star of the show loving on you, helping you, like, letting you in his circle. Absolutely. You know, so if I'm going to do it, it's going to be because they actually want me there. Um, but now, you know, but back to the album, uh, this EP, it came out uh, at the very uh, end of May uh, on a Wednesday. No, on a Tuesday. Yeah. Came out on a Tuesday. And we can get it now, right? You can, We can yeah. get it. Yep. Um, uh, on iTunes. It is on on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Nice. Um, you can go to tuckermusic.net and, uh, you know, there's there's links on there to all of that. Um, but there's five songs on There's uh, seven songs. There's seven songs yeah. on this EP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Six of which I uh, wrote and co-wrote on. Um, I only, um, I did one song that I had nothing to do with, but I heard it in 2008. An artist I was out with was doing it, and the song blew me away. You just had to have it. And they never did anything with it. And I, oh. I told the writers, I says, man, if my day ever comes, you have my word, I will, I will take this song. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that song is actually called Burn. But, uh. So, um, and so you have to download it to hear it now, man. Oh, man, yeah, <laughs> burn is a smash because we don't have yeah. burn tonight, yeah, burn's a smash. Um, so this this EB comes out on a Tuesday, um, and I wake up on a Saturday morning with my phone blowing up, and my management team, my PR lady, I mean, everyone's calling me, they're emailing me, and I'm in the top five on all access of radio downloads, nice, which. The common listener doesn't know what that means. All Access is the platform that every radio station goes to to get their singles to play on the radio. If you're in the top five, that means you had promotion, money mm-hmm. behind you, right. getting the radio station to download it into their system and listen to it to see if they would even play it. Right. It costs a lot of money just to get them to even care enough to download your song and even consider playing it. So... To some artists, they're they're going to be like, oh wow, great, you know, radio downloaded you, but are they spinning it? Here's the deal: they downloaded it, right? They now somebody listened. They now they know, know who you're I there. am. Yeah, and we've had a lot of people reach out. We've had, um, you know, I mean, hundreds of people reach out. Um, that transitioned into about twelve to sixteen is what we're averaging uh, radio stations across the nation, which isn't a lot, but when you're an unsigned artist. With no radio budget, no radio team, mm-hmm. and you're on, well, I'm not going to name drop, but I'm on one of the biggest stations in certain states. And they're like iHeartRadio stations. Right. Like, you're not supposed to be on these stations unless you're signed and you have a label and you have money backing you. Right. Um, we're getting enough spins, apparently, that it's and it's generating purchases and downloads and singles and emails. And, you know, in two weeks... and. Once again, not big numbers. To me, it's big numbers. You know, four hundred. Just getting it going on iTunes just getting is it a going, big man. deal. Yeah, yeah. four hundred followers. It's so hard on a Saturday, and then by Monday, I'm up to forty eight hundred followers. And those weren't purchased like most labels do for their artists. These right. are real physical people with real names, real right. pictures, and real lives. Nice. And I'm like, I'd rather have forty eight hundred real grassroots Absolutely. people. Absolutely, that's than, what I tell people in marketing. Then twenty thousand people that my label bought me just to make me look good. Absolutely, there's a um, lot of marketing practices where they just go out and buy lists. You know, and they'll buy those it kinds and of things. I'm not into them that. and find the real ones. And I'm like, everything I have is tripled, doubled, or been multiplied times ten because of 
a very small amount of ra uh, of, uh, of radio airplay, but the airplay has already led to some some gig offers, nice. some concert offers, some some meetings. People want me to call in and do like morning show type stuff. And I mean, here I am, this unsigned guy, and they're like reaching out. So that's great. I mean, that's uh, that's a that is just a God thing. Well, man. that's that's it's it, a total it, God. Thing. It's a God thing, but it's it also is. you know it's also what you were saying earlier. You know using the experience that you gained when you were out with some of these uh, other artists where you can sit back and you can eagle eye the whole process yep. going on and say, yep, well, totally. you know, I know I don't want to go this far and I don't, I know I'm not there yet. And we've got to find this happy middle ground. If you've, if you've constantly got your eye on the game like that, you know, that's, that's the smart way. It sounds like it's a smart you know, way to do it. I mean, 90% of everyone I know in Nashville's kind of, you know, picking at me and kind of riding on me going, dude, you know, you're going to miss your window with hashtag when, yeah, country. When are you going? You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I says, dude, I have to be patient and wait on the right time. Right. Because honestly, my guts always told me hashtag would take off next spring. Now, it came out in June. Right. Any label or any artist would call me it just stupid for, like, why would you ride on a single that long? Right. It's just stupid. I'm right. like, because, you know, it's time. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take it's a while time. to sink in, too, it's especially in a, a grassroots while. movement. It's one thing if it hit country radio all just, over the country, does, bam. Man. Yeah. But since it's going at a grassroots kind of time span, yep. it's going to take a little while to build. Yeah, I I am, I would bet everything I have that come next spring, everything would be way different in my life. Like, I'm talking And you'll be hitting time. the road probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because everything's pointing in that direction. Mm -hmm. um, we've had some just amazing meetings. Yeah, because the wintertime's kind of a lull for concerts, too. Yeah, it's winters. For touring. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, which is, what well, winter is a, is a is a the perfect time for meetings. That's what everybody wants to talk. <laughs> right, to meet, that's true. They, they that's get true. new budgets, but um, man, we've had some amazing companies reach out for sponsorships, uh, some some TV offers. That's great. Um, just because of that top five. Where did this one? Where did you cut this one? Because I um, I had I had one of the guys who helped you track. Yeah, on uh, the podcast, my uh, producer Ryan Sutton. Yeah, Ryan um, is the best unknown producer in town. Um, I would put him up against anybody. Um, he uh, produced the album. I brought in uh, mainly friends, man. I brought in road guys. I didn't use session guys. Right. I wanted guys that would actually, you know, just tear it apart, man, and like nice. just create the song in the studio, not do it how it's on the chart. You know, we had charts, but nobody used them. Right. Um, we tracked it at Ocean Way, which is like amazing. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's such a beautiful studio. And we used uh, Steve. Uh, Mark Antonio on the album. I mean, he's, nice. his name's on everyone's record. Yeah. I mean, I you know I was just blessed to finally be able to use those favors and to finally make those phone calls and say, "Hey guys, I need." I it's need my help. turn. Can you help? Yep, yep. It's, That's beautiful. Here is my one favor. Well, why don't you introduce the song? Because we, I mean, we've gotten the story. I feel there you go. Like. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally. This, this song is called Hashtag Country. I wrote it with uh, um, Eric Durant's Eric Durant and a couple of his buddies down there in Florida. Um, they started this idea. He called me and approached me with it and says, "Hey, buddy, I um I really need help. I, I need some help finishing this song. There's a lot of words in it. Um, can you help me wrap it up?" And I heard it and I immediately knew that it was a hit. I said, "Man, I want my name on this. Let's 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 make this song awesome." So this is hashtag country. This is the southern anthem of just a wonderful, amazing country lifestyle that all of us live.
black hole, a cane pole, a lift kit on a Bronco, old Hank, Jim Bean, a tailgate, a six string, speak up, shotgun, hard work, the job done, a bonfire, and moonlight, camp down by the riverside. A little cornbread, sweet tea, cut off, blue jeans, tank tops, tan lines, mud holes, four-wheel drive. Do you know what I'm talking about? Holly, if you're proud to be from the south, round here we get our good time on with some good folks. A homegrown, moonshine in a Dixie cup, do it all again when the sun comes up. Come on, y'all, now. Like us, make the world go round. You can bet we'll be ready when it all goes down. Backseat, my truck, out in the woods. I hope we get stuck. Do you know what I'm talking about? Holly, if you're proud to be from the south, round here we get our good time on with some good folks. A homegrown moonshine in a Dixie cup. Do it all again when the sun comes up. Come on, y'all, now it's gonna get. All right, and we're back with Tucker. That was hashtag country. You got to love that song. I swear it's, uh, like you said, it is a country lifestyle anthem. Yep. That's, that's the song, folks. If you're not singing that later on, something may be wrong with yeah, your inner ear or something. <laughs> that's not the earworminist song, and I think I just made that word up. Earworminist? Yep, earworminist. That's the earworminist song I ever. You, I guarantee I'll be singing it later. If I can do a little shameless plug, we do actually it. have a, um, there's a remix of Hashtag Country that will be available on iTunes very soon. Um, an artist by the name of Don Vaughn. He is amazing. This guy is sick. Uh, he is in the EDM world, and he and I together are creating CDM country dance music nice and this yeah remix, i recently found out there were country djs like are, country man. dance djs yeah yeah so this this uh this remix is 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 going to be amazing it, it'll be available in about two weeks nice so, uh you can check out so my, yeah yeah let's talk about website. that so, so we've got find it tuckermusic.net tuckermusic.net um and you're on itunes my, obviously yeah, i'm on itunes uh tucker hashtag you, country you just search tucker and you'll find it that's it tucker okay. hashtag country. don't spell out hashtag but just put the pound sign like it is yeah right. tucker hashtag country all of your social media i'm under tucker music so if you're looking for me on twitter gotcha. or facebook instagram it's under tucker music but uh yeah. And and hopefully I'll have, you know, uh, all of your contact information in the show notes that I do for the podcast. So all of those links will be there to go directly to you. Yep. 
Very cool. Um, that'd be an awesome thing. Man, I, I really want to thank you for coming out. Yeah, I man, love thank you for that having me. Song. Honored to be here. Thank I you. love the other the other songs as well, you know, but everybody loves that. Yeah. That <laughs> jamming song to, to close with. That's awesome. Well, you know, uh, I wish you the best of luck, man. Thank and you, I, and I, I hope I, I hope I get to see you, you know, as things are progressing, find out how it's going and totally, man. that kind of thing. I'd love to do later on down the road. Maybe after a tour, you come back and sit with me That'd for a little awesome, bit. Tell man. me how it all went. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Then I would have some hazing stories. Then, then there's the road <laughs> stories. That's right. There That's right. Um, and uh, the podcast listeners would, you know, hopefully I'll have a, a much larger audience at that point. Sure. <laughs> if I could get my, get my shows coming out regularly, but uh, they would love to find out how our artists are doing, you know, sure. <clears throat> after they come through here and tell them what they're doing and what's working come and visit them later on kind of like right. those what are they doing now shows yep i hear you <laughs> sounds good man so don't forget to head over to itunes and and check out uh, hashtag country and while you're at itunes make sure to leave a review for the nashville rocks podcast that would be great it really makes a difference in how the show performs over there thank you thank you thank you for your download um but yeah this is the nashville rocks podcast thank you tucker for being here yeah man thank you um you guys get your podcatcher ready for the next Nashville Rocks podcast, and we will see you soon. Goodbye, and God bless. Nashville Rocks.